welcome back. Happy Friday. Welcome into another edition of Prime Sports World. And if you're anything like me and Mr. TJ Hopkins, we just got done watching Denver dominate game number four of the NBA Finals. But we'll get into that more on Sunday or Monday, whatever the show ends up working out. On today's show, though, we're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they move on from Thomas, was it Thomas Edward, whatever, Brady, the third, um, We'll talk about it here today see what their season is going to look like. I'm David Hoffman right there. This is TJ Hopkins. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you do happen to miss us live, we also have a plethora of streaming platforms. Welcome to the show, TJ. Happy Friday, my friend. Happy Friday, man. I love a good Friday. Well, I would too if I wasn't at work right now, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, especially today for me is payday Friday. So I'm double excited about that. I just had to pay off. I just had the brakes redone on my car, so I had to basically immediately – pay off my breaks so i didn't even get i don't even get to enjoy my paycheck at all hey that's adulthood i don't get paid uh, I, I don't get paid for another couple of days but it's it's what it is. it is what it is so let's talk about tampa bay let's just move right into their storylines let's talk about the big one year one post tom brady expectations uh tom brady not walking through that door uh assumingly uh he's not gonna save you know whatever the season's gonna be what are we expecting out of them year one post tom brady uh well, if that video is anything to judge what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna be, and I'm talking about the one where Kyle Trask like literally overthrew a receiver two feet in front of him. Uh, I'm exaggerating, but it was still pretty bad. It was it was rough. It was bad. It tells me that they are in the Caleb Williams Drake May. Sweepstakes. Uh, I know Izzy named another quarterback um, in the group chat, but those are the top two. Probably, well, those are the top two quarterbacks in this year's up in this year's class. Um, I saw a mock draft that potentially had the Arizona Cardinals with not just the first overall pick, but the, the second first. overall pick, the first two. Like they would have the first two overall picks, and I don't think that's ever been done. In NFL history, uh, if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I am trying everything in my power to prevent that because you're not only going to get a generational quarterback, potential generational quarterback in Caleb Williams or Drake May, they're going to have a shot at the number at a generational wide receiver too in Marvin Harrison Jr. Yep. And if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I am trying everything in my power. To prevent that, whether it's get the first overall pick, whether it's to get the second and third, like I'm trying to do something to prevent that combination from going to Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm not going to sit here and act like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't have the draft cap- draft capital, the, tr- the, the, um, the trade assets to acquire that kind of draft capital. I don't see Mike Evans and Chris Godwin finishing their seasons as Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I especially, just, I especially don't see Mike Evans, who's you know getting banged up a little bit. I know Vita Vea's got some value there at the at the Shaquille Barrett to a contender. Uh, Antoine Winfield, Carlos and Davis the third. I I agree with you. I think this is a, a scenario where I mean even even if they end up with let's say they don't end up with the first overall pick and then so it's somewhere in the top five. I mean Arizona may be looking to move off of Kyler Murray and they could trade that whatever their pick ends up being in the first round to cut for Kyler Murray if that is a thing that Arizona is considering. 
uh, depending on how their season goes, which, you know, we all expect it to go terrible. Um, but, yeah, I expect Tampa Bay to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, I think, the you know, signing Baker Mayfield's nice and all, but he's not going to win you a lot of games. The rest of this team isn't all that good. The only reason they were able to win any games last season, and remind you, they only won eight. They, they, they were like – they were under 500 and made the playoffs, and they got beat then, in the first round by 40 points. It may not have been 40, but it sure shit felt like it. Hey, and, and they limped and like they limped their way to eight games. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was tough to watch on, on a regular basis. And Tom Brady ain't walking through that door. Baker Mayfield is not saving this team. This offensive line is not good at all. Uh, outside of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I, I don't love any of their receiving options. Uh, I know I do it like Russell Gage on an occasion. Uh, their running back room without Leonard Fournette is going to be a work in progress. And I think this defense is taking a major step back. Devin White doesn't seem like he wants to be there. I'm not sure why they re-signed Levante David. Um, Shaquille Barrett hasn't been healthy in three in two seasons. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Tampa Bay tries to rebuild this team. And, yes, they will be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, that's my for sure expectation. Let's talk about the defense on the other side of the football as we talked about the offense a little bit here. But what are you expecting out of the defense? I mean, this defense kind of carried – uh, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team last year uh, with an offense that was inept as at best. Um, this well, defense carried them through majority of that season. Uh, yeah. And now well, a lot of those guys are unhappy and they want to like, they don't want to be part of a rebuild. Devin White doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Lavante David, they didn't sign up for this. And they're a bit older. And we as Bears fans, we are, we are all too adequate of knowing about the defense carrying a subpar offense, right? Like we 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 know that all too well. We we know that all too well as Bears fans, um, and it goes about how you expect it to go, right? Every now and again, the defense is lights out. They shut somebody down, long, good enough for the offense to look competent enough. But eventually, you run into you have a few stretch you have a few game stretches where the defense doesn't. They get or they get tired, like they hold up long enough, long enough, long enough, and then if an offense gets enough cracks at the defense in the in in the same game, boom, the dam breaks, and the flood commences, and we as Bears fans know about that all too well too, right? I I legit remember a it was the last remnants of the Erlacher Briggs. Defense, you know, Julius Peppers. Like it was the last year that, like, the last year that defense, as we knew it, Peanut Tillman them, and it's a mm -hmm. rookie, and it's a rookie Russell Wilson, right? It by a miracle we get the game to OT. Remember, Jay, Jay Culler completes a sixty-yard bomb to Brandon yeah, Marshall. Yeah. Yep, sets Robbie Gold up in uh for the game time field goal to go to OT, and this is how I knew that defense was old and cooked. The whole overtime drive, all Russell Wilson did was roll out left, complete a pass, roll out right, complete a pass, roll out right. And this was before the overtime rule changed, and they just walked us down the field, got touchdown left. This defense to that like is basically going through that. Yeah. When they're not I mean, this, I mean, this is a dominant defense that basically carried him to the Super Bowl. This is the reason that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have three rings. The defense was that good in that Super Bowl. Uh, their offense was okay in that Super Bowl. They're all, their defense was really in, in this defense this season, uh, top 10 in yards allowed, uh, despite being on the football field. I wish I had a stat on me where I could just look at like how long, how many snaps they actually defended. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't have, I don't have that number in front of me, but I'm and, sure it was a ton because their offense I, was inept this past what, season. And what I don't think helps is the 
the Buccaneers of old, right? Like the Warren Saps and like those guys coming out and calling calling those dudes out. Like you got to understand, this is a different NFL than what you played in. Yeah, I mean, we're not practicing as much. There's no hitting and there's no contact during practices. Like it's much different now than it was ever when the whenever those older players used to talk about it. Like, oh, how it was back in my day. It ain't your day. This it ain't much your different. Day. This is a much different NFL. It's like so for like a Warren Sapp to call out Devin White, like yo, you got the C, like you should take that C off your, like the captain C off your chest, and all that. It's like, dude, shut up. Because I, I mean, guarantee- a, I, mean he, I mean, he's allowed to be unhappy. I mean, you sign a contract there, and you think your team's going to be competitive for the foreseeable future, and then you, all of a sudden you're in a rebuild. Like, no, I, I would like to go somewhere where I can continue to be competitive and win. And if I'm going to be a free agent soon, wouldn't you rather be be like, hey, I'm not going to resign here. Trade me somewhere and get some value for me. I would. Yeah, it, it, it's the old Bill Belichick adage. Like, I'd rather train a player a year too early than a year too late. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think the issue, like even the even the the, the Bucks team that won the Super Bowl, the one hangup that they had was the secondary. The secondary was mediocre at best. It was a it was Devontae Levante David, Devin White, and the guys up front that caused enough hell for them to be like, hey, this defense is solid. Like we legit, we saw what Tyreek Hill did to that offense in one half. That that that, that defense in one half. Yeah. <laughs> Like we like that was one half. Like that was two hundred. Like he did two hundred yards in one half. One dude did that. Like one, yeah. Now I I understand the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got they get back in the Super Bowl. Hundred <laughs> percent true. But yeah, I expect this defense to fall somewhere in the middle of the pack. I don't think they'll fall as long as they keep the pieces. If they don't trade Devin White and, and Levante David Shaquille Barrett before the season starts, I think they'll be a middle middle of the pack defense. I think this like they'll, they'll be somewhere in the middle. Their saving grace is the other offenses in their division aren't going to, like, you know, world. Exactly. Well, they have a very difficult schedule. We'll get to it here in a few minutes. Uh, Let's talk about Todd Bowles here for a moment. Uh, Hot seat, yes, no. Oh, hell yeah. He was on hot. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my brother. He's in Bayron right now. He just got his orders to come home. So we love to hear that. Oh, Uh, dude, that's yeah, so uh, well, yeah, but Todd Bowles was low key on the hot seat last year. Like, if they could have fired, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think if they if 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 what's his name hadn't stepped down when he stepped down, I think they would have found almost anybody else to coach this team because Todd Bowles just didn't seem like he didn't have this team, like, he didn't have, and, and especially, especially. Essentially, this team doesn't expect to be good, so you're not going right. to fire the coach and hire somebody new, and you're not going to be good anyways. You're not going to pay two coaches to hire coach a bad football team. Like we'll just let Todd Bowles do Todd Bowles things, for, and then he'll be he'll probably be fired after this season. It's unfortunate. It's unfair. It's all those words that it's it's all those words that you want to add to it because you like again, he doesn't get credit for. Like he, he, like he, he'll never get the credit he probably adequately deserved, and I like if I'm Todd Bowles, sometimes you got to understand. Like at some point, you got to understand that a some guys are meant to be head coaches, others are meant to be no more than coordinators. This is your second crack at a head, at a head coaching job. Pace giving you the flux. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, this is your second crack at a head coaching job. And I understand, like, this was a better opportunity than the, than the one you had with the Jets because it, it's the Jets and they're dysfunctional. But at some point in time, you got to understand, all right, I'm maybe just meant to be a coordinator. And that's okay. Like, that's, that's okay. Like, some guys need to understand, like, hey, I'm not meant to be a head coach. I would love to try it to see if yeah, I can true. do it. Uh, I froze. Uh, I think it's my internet having a moment. Um, oh. yeah, am I back now? Uh, uh, I back up. I have a bit of a moment. Like I would love to see if I can do it. Like you never know. It's that old as you never know unless you try kind of thing. And yeah, Ty Bowles is one hundred percent on the hot seat. Hundred percent. Ah, there we go. I got you. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, I think Todd Bowles are sure on the hot seat. Uh, so this is the twenty-three draft. If number nineteen, they just like can't see towards the Love that pick. Uh, they took offensive tackle at North Dakota State. Uh, they took an edge out of Louisville. Took a linebacker out of Pitt. They took a tight end out of Purdue. They took a defensive back out of Kansas State. Took a wide receiver out of Nebraska. Took an edge out of Eastern Michigan. Mac represent, baby. Uh, but what do you think about their draft? Uh, I love the Kaleo Fancy pick. I think he's going to be like mini Aaron Donald is because he's going to put that kind of pressure on him. He kind of has those intangibles. I think he's going to be a good football player for them right off the get. Yeah, uh, I think if they move off of Vita Vea, Kansi just goes right into that spot. And he should definitely be a day one guy. Like He should come in immediately and start. Yeah, if you had crazy intangibles, I mean, his numbers at the combine were absurd. Uh, his 49, 467 at the 40 yard dash, fastest by defensive lineman at the NFL since 2006. Uh, right. The guy he beat. And, um, now, 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 what we what we can't do is that right there. Like we can't just because he's drawn comparisons to Aaron Donald. Yeah, doesn't mean we can expect him to be Aaron well, Donald. Yeah, Hundred percent. That's like the offensive tackle on North Dakota State. Uh, you know, Donovan Smith left. He wasn't good at all last season. Uh, he started every game for the North Dakota State. Uh, what are the Coyotes or something? Uh, three years. Uh, Thirteen. Anyways, thirty-nine consecutive games in the final three years at the Bison's. Yeah, Bison. Sorry, yeah. Uh, thirty-nine at right tackle, thirty-seven at left tackle. So he's a swing, gives you some value there. Um, I don't know how much he'll actually play his rookie season, but it's good to have a depth at the tackle and offensive tackle position. Uh, and then they got uh, Yaya Diaby, defensive out of Louisville. I will not lie to you; I did not know a lot about him, um, but with Shaquille Barrett coming off a torn Achilles tendon and Joe Tryon being just kind of meh over his first two seasons, they need help at the address position. Got to roll the dice here. Four, five, one in the 40. Yeah, I think that's a disappointment. They were kind of hoping Joe Tryon took a, took a leap forward and he hasn't yet, but obviously like, that's the thing. Like some guys, you know, hit the ground running faster than others. The Cody mock pick, um, obviously, you know, he went viral. You know, with the grill, like he 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 had the hockey player grill, like he had like a yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, former, what what was he a tight end when he went? Yeah, I think he was a tight end when he first got to school, and then he just bulked up and became an offensive lineman. Um, no reason why he shouldn't 
play. Like I, I don't like I don't know if he's gonna be a tackle in today's NFL. He might be better off inside. Uh, right, right now on ESPN, they got him listed as their starting right guard. So okay, yeah. So that that that's that's probably more suitable. I am with you. No disrespect to Yaya Diaby, but I didn't watch a lot of I, I didn't watch a lot of Louisville football. I don't know any if anybody outside mm-hmm. of Louisville has watched a lot of Louisville football since Lamar Jackson's four, left. Four four five one in the forty yard dash is six three two hundred sixty three pounds. Uh, that's pretty solid. Fair that no, that is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, then they took a linebacker out of pit. Uh, he had seven sacks last season in the ACC. Uh, could be a potential Devin White, Levante David replacement. Is Devi- David only under contract for one more season? Uh, the tight end. Uh, they so they you know they lose uh, Cameron Brait. They lose Kyle Rudolph. Uh, so mm-hmm. Kate Otten and Cole Keith are the only ones on the roster. That's just the depth and, of the draft. Uh, I think it's fine. So and Payne and Payne Durham. All right. Again, Illinois, Big Ten country. So a lot of pain Durham over the course of his career at Purdue. Solid tight end, like he's he's good at both. He can catch, he can block. He's pretty much what you need in today's NFL. He's not afraid to get his. He's not afraid to get his nose dirty. I just wish he would have had better quarterback play in college versus well, he still had 21 career receiving touchdowns second most in boilmaker history um at, that, tight, that, at any position like that says a lot about the 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 quarterback play and like outside of drew Brees, like this just they just haven't yeah. had good good quarterback play out of purdue and, and the quarterback in the sixth round he ran a 444 uh in the 40 yard dash 511 185 pounds um you know sean burford buttons so you need some depth there um, he only allowed a 52% completion percentage of five t- touchdowns as the primary defender. Um, uh, you know, uh, the wide receiver, uh, Trey Palmer, uh, four, three, three, and a 40 yard dash was insane. Uh, averaged 38.7 yards per reception while at Nebraska. Uh, and then the outside linebacker from Eastern Michigan, uh, 18 and a half sackles for a loss in 2022, ninth month. FBS. And again, uh, Trey Palmer, and, and again, Trey Palmer, another big 10 product, Nebraska, Solid player. His team just sucked. Like I, I'm so serious. Like I legit watched Illinois Nebraska this past season, and if 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 that's your kind of game where it's like offenses kind of struggle and it's like a defensive slobber knocker, then yeah, that's your favorite kind of game. But at no point in time did it feel like Nebraska was gonna win that game. Like even though Nebraska had a lead for like a hot second, and it was just like all right. Enough. Like, if if Illinois get if Chase Brown gets that run game going, which they did, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be cursed because Devin Witherspoon and the Illinois defense is like, all right, we're finna lock this ish up and it's over with. Uh, so Josh- I, I, as a whole, I think I'm going to give this draft to probably about a B. Uh, I love the, the the picks they made in the early rounds. Uh, you know, they take a flyer on some other guys. They didn't have a lot of picks. I think they did an okay job. Yeah, like because. And we talk about that all the time too. Like when you have limited amount of picks like that. So like when you have a fir- like just one first, one second, one third, two fifths, two and three sixths, you got and you can't make moves to get more picks. You got to make your picks count. Yep. Now you you can't uh, miss. I don't I don't necessarily love the Yaya Diaby pick, but I mean they must know something that we don't, or they wouldn't have taken them. Uh, I just I think they were probably better players on the board at that point. Um, I can't name anyone right now, but it just seems like that was a reach. Third yeah. round. What what what? 
82nd pick. What's that, like middle of the third round? Yeah. Uh, let's just move on from there. Let's talk about their free agency. Uh, so notable roster shakeup. Obviously, they bring in Baker Mayfield, Chase Edmonds, Matt Filer, uh, right guard, left guard, uh, Greg Gaines, defensive tackle. The notable departures, big-time names here, Tom Brady, Lombardi Lenny, uh, Donovan Smith, and then Akeem Hicks. Uh, what do we think about this roster shakeup? Obviously, Tom Brady retired. Uh, I don't think, he, even if he hadn't retired, I don't think he was going to come back and play for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Um, you bring in Baker Mayfield. You know, you never really know what you're going to get out of Baker Mayfield from game to game, possession to possession, drive to drive. Um, but I think that you know that right there, that's what it is. It's not game to game. It's drive to drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think as a whole, I think if you're trying to build, you know, Chase Edmonds is a solid running back. He kind of fell out of favor there in Miami. Uh, and then he got traded to Denver. Uh, he never really had a niche there either. Um, but yeah. he's a guy who's a good pass catching running back. He can really make things happen. Uh, he needs to be, yeah, check yeah. down guy. I mean, he needs, he's a good compliment to the Ricardo Smith, I think is the guy's name. Ricardo White is the guy who's the main running back on their roster. Um, and then the rest of these guys are just to fill out the rest of their roster. Yeah, I when you have a roster when you don't expect to be all that good, like this is and you have people on the roster that are expensive. Like this roster is yeah. expensive, even with this a team that's not like expected not to be good, but this is an expensive team. Like they have they have limited right. cap space as it was. Um, all right, so about Baker Mayfield. Um, so I, I forgot what publication it was. If I find it, I'll send it to you guys. They released their top 10 quarterbacks of the 2000s. You know, Baker Mayfield was number one on that list. What? 2000s? Yeah, like, and, 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 and like, seriously, like, seriously, no, seriously, like, seriously, think about the quarterbacks we've seen in college football. Oh, college over the, football. Yeah, over the past, like, 20-some-odd years. So, like, you got him. Okay, solid. You know, he was, he was solid. Like, what what he go as a starter? Like, 40-something? I, mean, I mean, Deshaun Watson. I mean, he won a natty. I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, Tua like, Loa. Like, not, not even just those guys, right? Trevor Lawrence. Not, Tim Tebow. There you go, right there. You got, you got Sam, Tim Sam Bradford. <laughs> Sam Bradford. <laughs> You got Cam Newton, Matt Leinert, and like James Winston. You got got like so. I just wanted to like Baker Mayfield. Like why? Because he won the Heisman and he won a bunch of games at Oklahoma. I mean, so did so did Tim Tebow, James Winston. I mean, Sam Bradford. Actually, I don't know Sam Bradford did win a Heisman, but I just wonder what went into that ranking to make Baker Mayfield ahead of ahead of a college Auburn Cam Newton, ahead of a Tim Tebow, ahead of like guys like that. But that's. Neither here nor there. Um, hey Baker Mayfield, if you can't beat out Kyle Trask and <laughs> David, can you can you can you flash the comment that Izzy said? because uh, I know he's watching. I know you're watching, Izzy. I just need to I, see I, that. I, I, I flashed it already once. <laughs> no, no, I just want to see that. Like Baker Mayfield can't hit out of a, oh yeah, yeah, all that. If Baker Mayfield can't beat out Kyle Trask for the starting job, uh, it might be seriously be curtains for Baker Mayfield's career. This is, his last, this is his last chance. Like, if he's not semi productive, yeah, you might as well go ahead, call up Fox, call up CBS, call up ESPN. Hey, what I gotta do to be a college analyst, commentator, whatever, like, that's it, right? Like, if you can't beat out it, not only that, if you get at any point in time, if you get benched for Kyle Trask. You might as well hand in your walking papers, right? You, you, yeah, clean out your locker right then and there. 
But yeah, I, I think I, I, this free agent class hangs a lot on Baker Mayfield. If he's productive for Tampa Bay, it's a it's a it's a solid free agent class. This is just what it is. This is what their if team I, is. If I'm Todd Bowles and if I'm Byron Leftwich and my future depending on Baker Mayfield performing well, I'm not feeling comfortable. I'm having a lot of sleepless nights. Them dudes probably up right now. 100 percent they're probably watching this show right now not really probably not and but yeah, but we'll you know we'll, let's just swing into the from the free agency let's talk about their schedule uh let's get into their record prediction um let's start with the first game they go to minnesota uh to bank of america park i think is what it's called um and they take on minnesota vikings team coming off a disappointing playoff loss uh, how do you got this game shaking out bro they could legit lose their first four games I, I think they will lose their first four games. I think they will lose their first. I, I think I think they go to Minnesota and they lose. Like the Chicago, they go to Chicago. They Chicago comes they there to. They lose that game. They lose by a lot to Philadelphia, and I think they, they go to the Bayou and they lose five games. They might lose. First, they might lose their first five, six out of seven games, bro. I'm just looking at their schedule right now. Let's just so of the first eight games, I only have them winning one of those. I think they beat the Houston Texans, even in Houston. I think I think they lose all of the rest of them. They for sure lose at Buffalo. I think they get beat by Detroit. I think Atlanta and them are, are close, but I think Atlanta just edges them out there. Uh, and then I think they lose all of their first four games before the bye. And they they have unfortunate, but they have their bye stupid early for a team that's old, uh, older, like an older football team, an aging football team. They have a really early bye. That's not a good recipe there. I have them, yeah, one and seven through uh, eight games there uh, for Tampa I, Bay. I, I don't – two and six at the most. I think the – what? Uh, Atlanta and Houston. And two hey, – they, they could be anywhere from two and six to oh and eight. Like, I'm so serious. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think they'll beat Houston. Uh, and then, th- as I mentioned uh, at the earlier in the show, this is a difficult schedule because they're playing a first place schedule. They play the first place team in all of the divisions in the AFC and in the NFC. Um, so then they go to ten- they play Tennessee uh, because they're playing in the NFC- AFC South. Um, Tennessee comes there. I think they actually win that game. I think they beat Tennessee uh, in in Raymond James Stadium. I think they beat Tennessee. I, I, have, I have no idea what Tennessee's going to look like this season. Do you? I don't either. Uh, it, shit, man. Like, it really depends on they, – they, it's, it's, they got quarterback questions, and they got three of them because Ryan Tannehill is still listed on the team. Yeah. Malik Willis is there, and you draft – did they dra- They drafted Will Levis, right? 100%, yep. In the third round, first where they draft all their quarterbacks, apparently. Um, uh, I, you know, Tennessee, we'll, we'll get to them in a future episode, but uh, they have a lot of decisions to make. Um, yeah. But Sam- <laughs> I still think I still think Tampa Bay is good enough to win this game. I think they get beat down in San Francisco at in Levi Stadium. That game Bro, is not close at all. Hey, hey, whoever whoever has that game, whoever has like whichever network has that game, I strongly consider having a backup plan in case this yeah. gets. I mean, last year they had Tom Brady. They still lost by thirty points. <laughs> like, like, I, and like that, like legit. That was the game where it's like, remember that? Like, they had a drive going. They had a drive going. They get to the red zone, and then they just couldn't cash in. Like Tom Brady threw a ball to like Mike Evans and Mike Evans' feet, and he just couldn't catch it. Like, they, and they went for it on fourth down a bunch. 
Yeah. Didn't. Uh, it, but but Brock Purdy put up like 40 points on them, and that was all they wrote. I think they go to Indianapolis. I think they could beat Indianapolis in Indianapolis. Uh, so I got him at three and ten, or three and nine, or three. Yeah, three and eight. Uh, going into the second the, the the stretch of the season, I think they can beat Indianapolis in Indianapolis. Um, I uh, I agree. I don't. I, by this point, what is it? I mean, by this point, either Anthony Richardson is either playing and starting, or he's still holding the clipboard. I you already know how I feel about that. If you're gonna play the kid, play the kid. Don't bring him in for a couple drives and a, have a special bunch of formations for him and yeah, all that other like don't like don't do that the eagles did that with jalen hurts pissed me off the bears did it with justin fields his rookie year pissed me off don't don't do that either play the kid or don't um i agree with you on that um from there they go back to back games in the division one at home one on the road uh carolina comes to town and then they go to atlanta i think that they split that um so i have them losing to atlanta and i have them beating carolina uh four and ten uh going down the stretch here and then looking at the rest of their schedule i don't think they win another one i think they go to green bay and lose i think jacksonville comes to town i think they lose i think new orleans beats them i think carolina beats them so i have them finishing the season at four and thirteen Agree. And if I'm Carolina, I'm trying to win as many games as possible because you don't own your draft pick. So you want the Bears to have the worst possible pick in that situation. <laughs> I, I, I agree. But I don't think Carolina's going to be good enough to win as many games as they want. I think when I did the episode the other day, I think I had them win in five games, um, which I think this is what four to five games as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think that's what they're going to win to. Um, this is, yeah, this is going to be a team that's not all that good this season. But what's crazy is that if even if they win five games, they're not that far out of it because of how poor I think the South is going to be this season. Right. If, if they have a shot at winning the division, <laughs> I, 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 holy, that whole conference needs to be demoted. Like, like hey, demoted to the XFL. We'll have the, uh, we'll have the, uh, what is it, the North that we had all those good teams in the North. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I could, yeah. I wholeheartedly stand like if he doesn't get fired, I could legit just see a Todd Bowles. Like resigning halfway through the season and just no way, like, no, nobody's like, just gonna like leave the money there. He's gonna he's gonna coach until he gets fired. Let's be real. No, because like <laughs> like, at, like some, no, because like at some point in time, it's like, hey man, what's the point? Like what's the I, point? I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but if he were to resign, he would just leave all that money on the table. If they fire him, he still gets like, all his money. Like think about it. Like everybody looks everybody looks good in practice, right? Everybody looks good in practice. All right, like Baker Mayfield could look like Heisman Baker, right? He can look like Heisman Baker Mayfield in practice, but to your we're talking like, about practice, we're talking about practice. But to your <laughs> point, with Baker Mayfield, it's 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 drive to drive. You can't have you can't constantly rely on Baker Mayfield to have moments like he did against the Raiders this past season, where it's like you're terrible. The whole game, the whole game. You have two drives in the fourth quarter, and you're just like, you win the game, and then all of the all of the analysts want to gush over you. Like, oh, he's only been here two days, and like, he was able to orchestrate this comeback. Like, shut up. You can't constantly rely on that, bro. And the fact that – that the fact the fact that Kyle Trask has been there longer than him, 
and they still don't feel comfortable enough to go to him and be like, hey, you've been here. You know you know Byron's system. We're going to roll with you. Byron, Byron left, which isn't even there anymore. And that's what I, I'm not. I'm not sure who their OC is, but yeah, remember they fired Byron Leftwich. They did. They, I don't remember that. I gotta look that up. They did. That's sad. That's crazy. Yeah. Byron Leftwich ain't there no more. Uh, Byron Leftwich is currently a American football coach and former quarterback. Yeah, he has. He is not. He does not have a coaching job right now after he got wow. fired from Tampa Bay. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know who their who their OC is. I don't. Hey, it's it's it's. Tough, a hey, tough, tough, tough back uphill sledding. That's uh, uh, Dave Canellis is there. Is there offensive coordinator? Whoever that is, I don't, you know, Ooh. he was the uh, he was the quarterback coach for the Seattle Seahawks. He was there for Geno Smith and his rise from whatever they call whatever uh, he came he, out of. He, that's <laughs> the thing. He he got a job because he helped resurrect Geno Smith for once. Yes. He did. Oh. Hey, man, hey, Adam Gase has been getting paid on that one season from Jay Cutler. <laughs> so <laughs> let's not let's not hate on it. Uh, but yeah, this has been our Tampa Bay Buccaneers season preview. Uh, sorry, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, your team's gonna stink. Uh, so that's unfortunate. Uh, but thank you very much for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. I'm David on point right there is Mr. TJ Hopkins. And TJ, what we do here at the Prime, my friend. We bring the heat, but Adam Gates ain't got a job right now. You you can let that go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will never let that go. I'm going to live with that hate forever. Uh, you guys all have a good night. Have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. Peace out, TJ. See you, man.